tonight, kind of doing like a little bit of a year review, so to speak. Yeah, you just you kind of blew my mind right now, man. It's like I realized that 2021 is about to be over within a few, few weeks. It really. is done, sir. Three weeks. <laughs> it Dude. <laughs> it, it seemed like New Year's was like last month. I know, it's the year flew by. I don't know what the hell happened, man. Like, it just sped through, man. Like, for real, for real. Yeah. Like, man, like, I don't know what, um, with, this fall was actually pretty busy for me and uh, Ryan, man. Like, this fall, we were, like, for every weekend, it was, like, something going on for us. Literally. Like, whether it be a theme yeah. park, whether it be a, a convention, whether it just be hanging out, like, Halloween, the bar crawl that we didn't attend, that we were late. <laughs> yeah, we made oh, our own, man. Oh, fine. you said we made our own uh, our own fun yeah. that night? Yeah, like, I think it was well, well worth it. Because uh, I didn't even seek for that refund. I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, let, the, let, let them have the money. Let us support Virginia Beach. Because Virginia Beach is going to need to support anyways after everything is being pulled out. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, you, you. After what happened with uh, you know, everything with Pharrell and uh, you know, the incident that happened on that uh, that night with the police and everything, it's just everyone's kind of exited that area from the response of what happened and the city how they responded to that event, and Pharrell just decided to hit it where it hurts their pockets. You know what I mean? So he oh, moved. Boy. He moved like the biggest event, the biggest concert of like the state. I mean, this thing made national news, something in the water. And he moved it and not moved it officially, but he's kind of concentrating his efforts a couple miles down to the city of Norfolk instead of Virginia Beach. So, man, it's just it's just one of those scenarios where we kind of have, you know, what I'm saying like we're kind of in positions of power. And, uh, you know, we don't have to kowtow to anyone, like, you know, once you're in a position like Pharrell is. And so it just made too much sense for him to be like, you know what? I don't like the way you guys handle the situation. And uh, I'm just going to move my my services and my networking, my capabilities to somewhere where I feel like I'll be treated more better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Oh, this is the first I'm hearing about Pharrell thing. Yeah, he's the... Uh... He's he's the local hero that's spearheading a lot of. Uh, he's he's pretty much the selected official to here in the peninsula, not just like you know Virginia Beach and Norfolk, but he's like he's supposed to be a project for a couple of uh, development projects with uh, a few of these malls that are just not doing too well. So I think he's oh, he's been selected to figure out stuff. what should be done. Yeah, like yeah. There's a huge. There's a I don't know how many acres or how many square feet uh, this location has, but. He's been chosen to make a decision on what we should do with a particular mall, you know, and it's called Chesapeake Square, uh, not Chesapeake. Uh, well, Military you know, Circle. Military Was Circle it? and Chesapeake. Yeah. yeah, both both of those malls, you know. Uh, okay. I think Virginia Beach has something planned for uh, from Pembroke Mall, but all of these dead malls that we have here in the Hampton Roads, uh, they're all looking for directions for them. And Pharrell is going to be like the one of the spokesmen to, to bring something here because, you know, like we're one of the states that Finally legalized marijuana. We're one of the states that has gambling here finally and so, stuff, you know, so Virginia's mm-hmm. gonna be more touristy in, in the near future. <laughs> yeah, man. How about uh what's our what's Orlando looking like for like malls or whatnot? Oh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. I think uh most developers, land developers have bought up like 
the older part of Orlando, and they're pretty much building anything that's an apartment or um, theme parks. Yeah, anything. Yeah, even a uh, funny stuff theme park. There's like they built like a miniature golf place at a old at an old bowling alley. Uh-huh. So a lot of that, a lot of that happening, buying like old up old stuff and putting in like new more you know stuff that's used more around for this for this uh generation i guess because you know we're in mostly a college town because ucf is i think the second biggest school i think second biggest school in the nation i'm not sure but uh so they're trying to appeal to that because you know mostly college guys it's going to be like if you've been to gainesville gainesville is very college townish so like it's dead when there's no school so that's what I think they're going more for that look. I think that that pays better overall. I think I've only been to Jacksonville and I forgot uh, Cocoa Beach. Yeah, Cocoa Beach. Those are two Cocoa places. Cocoa Beach. Oh my God, Cocoa Beach. I hear it's filth. I haven't been to Cocoa Beach in a while, but I've heard it's it's filthy now. That you need to go to the west side of Florida oh, to, no. get, to find it. Yeah, 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 they ruined it. The tourists yep. ruined it. The snowbirds, what they call them? They call them the snowbirds. It might just be Florida, Florida college kids and everything. They might have just. Oh them. shit! The locals fucked it up. <laughs> oh, you saying so? <laughs> things are popping off at Pensacola near the Gulf Shores area. <laughs> yeah, so that's so that's that side where you know the Gulf, the Gulf water is always nice and has this beautiful light blue to it. So that's where everybody always runs to now. Going oh, to the okay. beach. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I used to come five yeah, I used to yeah. live out there. Yeah. I have been here for five years. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. So you already know. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, I never I just visited Pensacola in twenty nineteen, uh helping oh. an ex mother in law move. And it seemed like a really nice area. And then I used to visit Florida like uh every summer where I lived in Massachusetts. We used to go to like Disney World and SeaWorld and Universal Studios, and we used to go like Tampa, uh, Fort Lauderdale, the Swap Shop, Miami. So I've got a little bit of a taste of Florida uh, in my youth, but I haven't been in probably like I haven't actually had a chance to like chill and kick it there in over ten years. So I'm 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 definitely overdue to come down down that way for sure and just like vibe out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's good. No, it's it's definitely a good spot. It has a good balance. It's not too busy. Um, but also like not too, like a complete like dead area. Well, like doesn't have a nice balance. Well, Dion looks like we're gonna have to go ahead and schedule a trip to go hang out with Charles. So please, oh yeah, <laughs> don't be scared afterwards, man. I always take people out. They don't answer the calls anymore after that. After <laughs> <night and day. laughs> I'm gonna need a T-shirt. I party with Florida man and survived. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk, man. Real talk. Yeah, it'd be nice to go down to the Florida area. You know, just yeah, have a good, good trip, man, and just enjoy ourselves down there, man. Like, I'm wondering, like, the convention scene. How is that in Orlando? Uh, Anime, comic, or whatever. I have not been there once. I, the the even the whole me diving into the comic culture just started this year when I was writing the book. Hmm. So, yeah, I just adapted as quick as I could. Okay. Um, okay. Really pretty much, I'm pretty much a hermit, so I've not been to. I think it's pretty strong, just from like people I've been meeting and now and talking to. I think it's pretty strong. I'm looking forward to start attending them, but um, prior to that, I've not, I've not been anywhere near that. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, I guess continuing on with the 2021 sort of theming here, like, 
for you, Orion, like what was for for this year? What was kind of like? How do you feel about conventions after? You know, we talked about the speculation uh, earlier on this year. How do you feel about conventions for this year in twenty twenty one, man? Uh, I feel like it's there's certain things is a hit, and there's a, certain things that's a miss, and I feel like there's certain things that you know that could be approved on the hit. You know, I'm only speak for the Hampton Roads, but I'm not gonna speak for you know the entire culture in general. But like for Hampton Roads, when it comes to Comic Cons, I feel like that it is constantly like growing, and it surprised me uh, when we went to a local convention called Hampton Comic Con, mm-hmm. and the the attendance was wild and crazy, and uh, it was it was pretty it was pretty impressive for our, for our Comic Con coming back to you know the swing of things, you know. But right. uh, on the opposite end of the scale uh, with anime conventions, I feel like that I don't know if it's just specifically our convention here in the Hampton Roads or it's an anime convention in entirety is actually taking an impact. But Necrocon, even though there's a spike of crowds here and there and stuff like that, uh, throughout the night and stuff like that, it was just kind of depressing and stuff, you know, because I, I don't know if it's because people rather just like to stay in their room and drink or other than that, but uh, the cosplays wasn't up to par and stuff, you know, and asked for the activities. It was just lackluster. And I don't know. I, 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 I'm thinking it's probably just our anime convention in general, you know, that like it's it's not up to par in Oh, or maybe it's just me being uh, being a veteran in in the cosplay field, like me and Dion. Man, we've been in it for about ten, twelve plus years, you know. So it's just maybe it's just like that magic is kind of just fading away and stuff like that. But no, like it, it, that logic alone doesn't make sense when I was impressed by Hampton Comic Con. So it's it's probably just got to be Necrocon in general. But uh, a few things that needs to be improved, I feel like that uh, with, with anime conventions stuff, it's uh, they they just can't get too comfortable. They're like the WWE. They're just getting too comfortable, you know? <laughs> and Comic-Cons in general, stuff like that, they're stepping up. They're like the AEW, man. Like, they're really, really coming in and bringing in gas and bringing in music acts and bringing in uh, something to do and activities and stuff, you know? Like, they're they're coming in swinging. So I was like, you know, it's one of the things that, like, you know, maybe anime conventions need to go ahead and switch up and change and, and, and revert back to what made anime conventions special, such as celebrating Japanese culture, you know, because I haven't seen a lot of that going on. People kind of like went off the scale and just straight up, just go there and cosplay. Like I'm, I'm, I'm against the, the idea of paying for an admission just to cosplay for, you know, and media, media, media attraction. So mm-hmm. this is, this is my, my thought about the in, in general. And I feel like there's some improvements that needs to be made. Not maybe just our anime convention, or probably all, because I haven't attended any other anime conventions yet. It's interesting because um, I'm wondering what, where, where did you start seeing like possibly the decline? Would you, uh, years? Cold did maybe? I don't know. I started noticing the magic fade away prior to COVID. You know, it's because of the community and stuff. Because like, not only did I attend anime conventions, you know, locally, but I've also attended anime conventions throughout the East Coast. And well, primarily in the DMV area and stuff like that, the DC, Maryland, and Virginia area. The reason why I feel like that the decline is there is because the fact that the community has taken its taking what was supposed to be fun 
and turn into business and career oriented stuff later because you got the you, you got the aspect of only fans and you got the aspect of of streaming and all that stuff like that so everybody's trying to build a career by buying by exposing themselves and doing and doing all this extra stuff that didn't need to be there you know but uh mm. yeah man it's the elitism is 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 has has picked up and the 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 magic of going to a convention and being a being there with a group of friends slowly kind of faded along with it you know oh man yeah yeah that's definitely a thing the and i i think i saw a post about this like a week ago how the there what did it say the influencer the influencer culture has basically taken over the cosplay culture um, mm-hmm. in these in these spaces it's all about your follows your subscribers your Twitch, Twitch account, your OnlyFans, your Patreon, whatever. Everyone's going there to essentially compete to be cost famous, to compete to be the one of the more premier cosplayers in the at the convention. It's no longer that that sense of creation and I guess togetherness and a sense artistry of these conventions have been kind of lost to just I guess like this this direct competition to try to be you know number one follow me look at this look at like it's no longer just fulfilling to just have something really cool and people take pictures of it it's now like i gotta stream this i gotta take out my phone and be on instagram live and showcase look at me yeah. i'm at this convention da, 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 da. you know oh, i gotta meet somebody to like network which i understand and just and, you know, there's a business aspect to these things, and there's also uh, just being a guest or uh, an attendee part of these things as well. But it does seem like there's a shift towards more of like I'm doing this for self gain rather than I'm doing this for fun. And when you have more people doing it for self gain, I guess it can kind of diminish that fun factor in return of attending to these kind of conventions. Because I mean, I I chose to dip out on NecoCon this year after we we had like three weeks, the horror convention, Scream Expo, uh, Hampton Comic Con, and then we did the bar crawl and like I was like you know I'm, and then we had SmackDown like two weeks, three weeks after that. Oh, so man. I'm like, <laughs> it was, we had a jam fucking we were fucking jam packed this fall, man. Like this is probably the best fall I've had in a very very long time for 2021, man, for real. But I mean, what do what do you think, Charles? I mean, since you you haven't been to these kind of conventions in Orlando yet, I guess what are the aspects you're looking forward to as a creator going to promote your book, O Kingdom Come, and uh, I guess interacting with customers live in person and setting your booth table up and everything like that. Well, I guess what are your kind of expectations for I guess the convention scene in this new pandemic era? It definitely looked. It was definitely lit. The one, the one in Lagos, Nigeria, was definitely very exciting. So if it's anything even close to that, I think I think we can still, you know, you can still pull, try and pull those moments out. But I can see exactly what you guys are talking about. That that has like making the money part has like over has like overtaken everything, and it, and it's it's more noticeable now. Before it was kind of it wasn't on the surface, and it's like blatant now that you're using it to make money. And that does kind of dull it a little bit, but but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for all the cons. See what moments we can still pull despite all this, you know, just those those little moments that are still yours. And uh, seeing fans, seeing fans, getting excited and trying to shoot, trying to convince cosplayers to try uh, some new um, some new content too. 
Yeah, um, yeah, some that, new that, characters to cosplay. Yeah, that, that's no <laughs> discussion for going around. So that should be excited to say. I feel like there'll be like a little bit of a, a change with the with the way we're discussing it. So it'll be it'll be mm. exciting to see how how it starts to look for 2022. Right, right, and I mean for 2021 also, I, I got a few movie moments that kind of hit me throughout the whole year. Was there anything that was special to you guys that kind of kind of hit you in a different way? Anything that really stood out for you in, in terms of like movie releases, whether it be streaming or theatrical? I think the only impactful thing that happened this year was actually from the Netflix series of Squid Games, like how much of a culture impact they made. Mm-hmm. Like, because yep. Korea has done it again. They struck gold with Parasite and how that made it, an American award, movie award. I forgot. Uh, what, what was it? Uh, I think uh, it was Best Film. I think best it was Oscars, film. right? Yeah, I think they won an yeah, Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah. I think it was Best Film. Yes, I was like, I was like, I was like, you know, Korea struck gold again this time with a series called Squid Games and stuff like that. And how much of a worldwide culture impact, you know? So it's like that just goes to show, you know, how international film has struck again because this ain't really new to the world because. You know, me and Dion, we can go back and talk about Kung Fu, how that was a, a culture <laughs> impact, you know? Yeah, you know? yeah. And yeah. it's 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 going right back into it again, where now it's Koreans coming in and with it with an international culture impact, you know, because, you know, rather you like it or not, but Korea is taking over in a sense, not mm. not 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 to strike fear into the uh to the folks who are all political and stuff like that. Like, oh, they're going Koreans taking over everything. <laughs> but Korea right. has been killing it, man. They're in the film industry, they in the music industry, man. You got BTS and Blackpink taking over and shit like that. Like, like That's true. I thought, yeah. I thought like I thought Gangnam Style was the only thing I was going to hear on the radio, but now we're hearing BTS and Blackpink. I said, like, hold on, man. Korea's coming in hard, you know. You got mm-hmm. Samsung phones, Samsung TVs on the market, you know. So you go to a household, the best TV you can get on the shelf now is from Samsung, you know. You got got phones you know like you know way advanced than the iphone and stuff you know it's just the culture impact in general you know of what korea is doing and not only yet not only in, in electronics and music or entertainment stuff like that bad man like but you got kia you got you got kias and hyundai's on the road hard you know like Korea is doing something crazy out there, you know. It's it, it's it's exciting, but it's it's almost like a reminiscence of what Japan is doing because you got China doing something with kung fu, and you know, of course, we we are the biggest like uh, we're we're the biggest importers and exporters from uh, from China. We got Japan for for culture, and of course, cars oh. and, and video games, and now we got Korea for entertainment and and just about what Japan is doing, you know. So something mm-hmm. that we just got to embrace. Yeah, Square Games hit hard this year. It, that was, I think, the most watched uh, Netflix show of all time, I believe, in just a short span that came out. I mean, those actors and actresses were being invited on, like, like I think, like Jimmy Kimmel and late night TV shows here in the USA. And I mean, Halloween, you saw all those uh, people in the in the in the track suits and the PlayStation controller masks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and red light, green light became like an internet meme. You know what I mean? So the, it was it was a big, big, big impact, and I, I big ups to the writer because I think I saw a post about him. It took him like ten years to have this vision come to life, and I think like he was supposed to. Someone asked him to sell it for cheap, and he sold his computer rather than his script for Squid Games, and 
man, like, I mean, very well deserved. And, and uh, I think Korea, I think we already see the, the byproduct of that is other streaming shows kind of mining in that, that territory for more potential hits or more potential shows or movies that can hit like a squid games. Cause the battle Royale concept is not new. You know what I'm saying? It's not new. It's been yeah, there. Japan has sure. been doing Even it for years. Movie. Yeah, the movie Battle Royale itself, they just said. Right, <laughs> right, right. It's nothing new, but it's new to a lot of people. It's new to those millions of people who watch Squid Games. And all it takes is just, you know, all it takes is that exposure. You know, all it takes is that, like, that opportunity to present a story out to the world. And you never know what could be a hit. You know, what if Netflix would have said, pass on it, you know, and then. Squid Games would have never came to be. We would have never known what a great story that was or how great of a show it could have been. And all it took was one company to take a chance on it, and we, we got that. So I definitely, I, I'd have to say Squid Games was probably the biggest impact of 2021 in terms of streaming. It, that show really did some numbers. And I think when, when people look back in the year of 2021, Squid Games, the images of Squid Games definitely going to be popping up on there. For me personally, for movie moments or whatever, I think for me personally, I really liked, it just seemed like streaming was pretty much where it was at this year in terms of providing that content for people. Because even though we were out of quarantine, I think a lot of these companies were still betting on giving you the content at home. You know, the theatrical, no one took a W this year in theatrical releases. I'm sorry. But no one really regained that that money that they really had before the pandemic hit. Like, I think James Bond is close to the he it's close to a billion dollars. I think it's got seven hundred million or something like that. I think that was the closest to any movie getting close to that one billion dollar mark. And that may change in a few days, but <laughs> that might change wow. in a few days with, with Spider-Man No Way Home but I, I don't think anyone in the theaters really went with that W sure and the MCU films grossed higher on opening weekends than most but overall box office gro- grosses were not they weren't there you know what I'm saying and it's still we're still fresh in this pandemic era this is I mean we don't know how long this era this could just be the new standard of movies you know what i'm saying a storytelling in a mass entertainment environment so the pandemic sped up the process of streaming taking over and uh, i think we're gonna get that continuation for next year as well um of a slow burn for the theaters it's gonna take something monumental like a no way home but it's gonna take more than spidey to reignite the movie theater industry in my opinion it's gonna take you're gonna need like a spider-man no way home every three months <laughs> and not yeah. once a year you know what i mean so yeah it's basically like the mcu schedule pretty much every <laughs> every movie they release every uh well they release movies every what because eternals came out november october, right? no october november oh, oh, october. was it october or november i don't remember oh, Sh- Lord. she was in the summer um sean she was in the summer then we had eternals and oh so it was four movies this year what was the four? They did Black Widow. Oh Man, yes, that's right, Black Widow. Yeah, Black Widow, Eternals, Shang Chi. So I don't know if you want to count Venom as part of the MCU. 
Nah, we we won't count. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. We won't count. We won't count Venom two. I mean, it did it did good. It did good enough, I guess, but it, it didn't beat the first movie's numbers. But uh, yeah, four movies, four movies this year from the MCU. I still think these catalog of films were that victory lap. I'm not saying they're not trying hard, but I, I do think these projects were more of like a victory lap celebration. Let's hey, let's why not make Shang Chi? Why not make the Eternals? You know, we we got like the highest grossing movie of all time. Why not put out some projects out there just to switch it up? I think next year it'll be more of a re- return to norm for the MCU. I don't think I don't think they're going downhill yet. And I really enjoyed Shang Chi. I think Shang Chi was pretty much the best film that they've made uh so far this year i haven't seen internals so i guess we have to wait for spider i mean spider-man will likely be better than shang chi yeah yeah it will likely be better than shang chi black widow was uh well written but i feel like um they were trying trying really hard to make it fit with like the time and everything and adding all these you know things about budapest and all that i felt i felt a bit forced but i thought i thought it was pretty good it was a good showing yeah, Black Black Widow was a little was a little flat and just mistiming. It really came yeah a little bit too not a little bit it it just came too late, especially with the delays from the <laughs> pandemic and everything like that. Um, what was I, Orion? I think it's safe to say Shang Chi was your favorite MCU movie this year so far. Yeah, Shang Chi was actually pretty impressive. You know, like I I've, I've given to you know them developing that character, especially an Asian American character. You know to to be uh something of a big of a big time, you know, in the MCU universe stuff like that, because it's I guess for the world and stuff like that, they like to see representation and stuff like that. And I'm glad they didn't shake she like just like you know almost in the matter of Black Panther, like Black Panther was more of a huger culture impact of you know to Black culture and stuff like. That. But for for Shang Chi stuff like that, there's going to be a plethora of Asian characters to 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 uh to have representation. So like Shang Chi could be like cool that's nice to have but you know we have pl- plenty of other representations to look after you know but but now shang chi and stuff like that like visually like i think that's what that's what sold me as for script wise and and the storytelling and stuff like that it's like oh you know, just your marvel storytelling your casual marvel storytelling but yeah. visually i think it's the most stunning thing i've ever seen in, in the mcu it was beautiful wasn't it mm-hmm. um even the uh that scene with the scaffolding with the neon lights coming in, oh, oh man, great. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> it incredible. The living forest, the bamboo forest was beautiful. The, oh my lord, beautiful, dude. The beautiful. water, the water scene, um, the 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 I forgot the alternative, the, the the basically the town they visited, the gateway portal to get to the town. Like it was very visually, mm-hmm. veg, it was just it was very visually a beautiful film. Um, the special effects they did on that and. The cinematography was really, very well done. I, I gotta give big ups to them because it, that was to me probably one of the biggest surprises this year was Shawn Chi in terms of like a movie delivering on its premise. Yeah, I mean, because like with, with Shawn Chi, visually, what I've seen was, I, personally, I've been big into like I'm not, I'm not like you know, like a historian to the sense like but I love the mythical, like you know, mythological creatures in there. You know, like I've always been into that stuff. You know, like kind of like where you know where Dragon Ball derivative from. You know, like the mythological uh, aspects and stuff like that with dragons and and and, uh, and you know the whole Oriental you know themes and stuff like that. Like 
that I always wanted to see in live action, you know, kind of like uh, with the, uh, there's an actual PlayStation game that's being developed, you know, that's actually, you know, being that's actually taking themes from, from, from Oriental culture, mainly from Chinese dynasties type stuff, you know. Mm. But like nice. we've uh, we've all seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but this is like visually stunning Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon type stuff, you know, like mm. I, so like I've always appreciated that out of the MCU bringing that to to light. And I just wish there there was more films like that because. I like visually stunning films. Yeah, I agree. I guess for you guys, what were some of the biggest surprises besides Shang-Chi for the year of 2021? Anything that would just, just, just mm-hmm. caught you by like a wow fact or just like an honest, like, oh, I was not expecting that. Or Well, was I, mean, there any- I was going to let Charles go if he had, he had something in mind because <laughs> I know I had something in mind, but I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest surprise of the year? Yeah, oh. could be comics, movies, anything. It could be anything that just kind of like took you off guard, but in a good way, you know. In a good way. We... I guess it was the. Uh, I feel like that's a little. Should, should we... The one I can think of, probably at the top of my mind, would be the No Way. Well, No Way Home. Um, okay. Like showing the villains from the previous movies. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. y'all. Are, oh, we're going. Oh, we're doing this. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like that. That I, I would have to do that. Marvel will take that. I know they wanted his last. Well, not his last until he signed on for more movies, but his trilogy ending to be like Endgame level. Mm. But seeing Willem Dafoe and Doc Ock. Yes. Like these aren't. You know what I'm saying? These aren't like. <laughs> This is a serious, you know, these are serious actors. So, yeah, that that was quite surprising for me off the top of my head, for sure. Okay. 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 What you got, O? Oh, the, and the Batman trailer. Sorry. The Batman trailer. Oh, dude. <laughs> the Batman trailer went off, man. Like, off. Completely off. The, I actually have to top that. That would have to top the No Way Home trailer, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who's still worried about Robert Pattinson dieting and working out is a fucking retard, man. Like, stupid man like oh like the way that the that trailer was comp was just composed the what they're dude everything about that just screams top-notch quality and directing and acting and thematically like that is batman you know i think they every worry should be kind of put a little bit more at ease from that that second trailer that came out this year they made you wait a whole four hours of DC fandom for it. I gotta say, it, it definitely delivered with that. So that was that's that, that, that's shocking a good and interesting things that took over this year would actually have to take place in the, the wrestling industry. The fact of the matter is that we have AEW signed CM Punk mm. and took uh, and took uh, oh wow he's back he's back CM Punk people we're talking about Michael Jackson's like fainting and crying going on in right, in the audience right. because they saw CM Punk back after seven years and stuff, you know. And the fact of the matter is that Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson is in is in AEW, so they're they're booking in some heavy hitters stuff like that. So we're we're right back to WWF and WCW era type type deal right now. So I find that very very impressive. Like you know, for AEW to actually pull strings like that, you know. But uh, as for the uh, movie industry wise stuff like that, I mean, I guess I have to go with the, the you know, the uh, No Way Home, you know, with Spider Man, or 
Mm-hmm. The what the, the, the what the internet is actually specifying uh, is, is speculating, not specifying, but speculating. You know what 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 they think is going to happen this weekend. But seeing that the villains have returned, you know, from uh, three generations of Spider-Man movies, you know, coming back and coming in, you know, so it's I mean nice to see that, you know. But um, honestly, like th- I think I think those are the two impressive things that I've seen take place. I just hope that. I just hope that they just don't stop here. I just hope that they keep bringing in some heavy hitters because I have really nothing, nothing nice to say in, in the video game um, world. Honestly, there's, there's nothing. It, there's nothing know, to say really about it. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I was hoping for some people like, oh shit, this game is coming out because I'm a gamer, bro. Like, let's, let's, I'm, a, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm a gamer, and I was like, there's nothing like to be like, oh shit, about maybe Sora. That's it. That was a moment. That was definitely a moment. Yeah. Like I, 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 I you know what? Scratch what I said previously. Thor was probably the most impressive thing I also saw from the video game industry. I was like, just to see that man come, like that man come out the damn keyhole and you're like, I was like, oh, they did it. Like Nintendo did the impossible. They got Sora into the shit. You know, as a final character in Smash, they got Sora. I'm like, I was like, that was pretty impressive, but. Gameplay wise, eh, okay. <laughs> just not my bag of tea, you know, or, or my cup of tea, you know, whatever it is, you know. But it's just, uh, yeah. But out of the video game, I think just a DLC character in Smash, a Smash. Uh, how how many years has Smash been out? Five years now. Uh, three years. Smash three Ultimate. Years? Yep. So it took a three-year-old game to impress me, and like you know, Halo wasn't it for me. Any other games, that even a, G- a GTA trilogy, I thought that was gonna be a hit. Came out to be a flop. I was like, yeah, I, there's nothing impressive in the video game industry that had me go like, oh shit, I can't wait till this game out come out. It's just more so like, wow, three year old game bring, brings out sore, pretty impressive. But that's all you got, <laughs> okay? <laughs> you know what it is. Everyone's sleeping on uh, pretty much just prepping for PS5 and uh, Xbox Series S and X for 2023. Man, like pretty much everyone's just gonna. Turn out those games. They're gonna bring the heat. Then I think we're kind of at the end of that last console cycle, and we're just kind of in a transition between everyone developing the newest and latest games for the next gen instead of the current gen. I think that's we're in that gap. I think that's what the problem is. But yeah, Sora Sora was a pretty big deal for for video gaming. I know for me, yeah, the Smash Bros. groups were on fire. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were on fire. Yeah, man. I'll be I'll be honest with you guys. Uh, Sore was a big reveal, but I I enjoyed Kazuya's reveals uh, as as well, man. That oh, man. oh man, from Tekken, that was a big surprise for me too. Just thinking how yeah. we have King of Fighters and we got Street Fighter and Namco just decided like, hey, put Kazuya in that shit. Like I was at work, literally on my lunch break, just not even really thinking much about it. Like, oh, I'm gonna just watch the. Cool. And then seeing the trailer live, I was just like, holy shit. Like, I cannot, like, that was, that was just such a cool reveal. And Sephiroth, too. That was probably Sephiroth, Kazuya, and Sora is like my top three reveals for Super Smash, uh, like, of all time. I'll probably say those three. Even more so than Sonic, I think. Like, personally, I always felt like Sonic would eventually make it in there. If Snake got it yeah, in there, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. It's like, oh, they did it. Cool. But, like, this was, like, something so far to left field. I mean, 
it's 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 incredible, man. Like what Nintendo did, making that basically Super Smash Ultimate the Hall of Fame of gaming for for gamers. So I gotta I gotta admit, for streaming wise, I came to conquer in Loki. That was that was a moment for me, man. With Jonathan Majors being the man behind the curtain of the whole Loki series, introducing the whole mold aspect. You know what I'm saying? Like, just uh, I didn't think they would do that for a Disney Plus series to introduce a major villain for the next arc, for the next maybe one or two phases in a Disney Plus series. That was that was pretty badass of them to do that. I, I really enjoyed that moment in the Loki series. That reveal. No, I love Jonathan Major as a reveal. The issue, and this is my issue with most MCU properties, uh-huh. is I feel like they don't take in consideration how much we already know. And mm. so you kind of already fill in who's behind this wall, right? So, like, okay. <laughs> especially since it, we're so into, you know, investigative detective culture now, like, any of us online, we look stuff up. Oh, yeah, the spec, so, the spec game is high right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, how surprising was that reveal? It was nice, but how surprising was it? But then, like, at least it was either, either going to be Loki or old Loki, I thought maybe it would be him, or it would be Jonathan Majors. And that's my problem. And, I, and it might just strictly be me because I, I write a lot. Uh-huh. But when I, can, like, when I can see it coming, it, like, kind of, like, comes down from, like, a 10 to, like, a 7 for me. Ah, oh, shit. I'm like, dude. oh, that's so cool. And, and that's the thing that sucks because it might really just be me. Uh-huh. Um, anything I watch that, like, I know a little bit of the material, you, you, you kind of narrow down your surprise factor. And I, and I feel like it's kind of a little bit for the for the entire experience. I love that it was him. I lo- I loved his performance, but like him, not, like me determining whether it was him. It was three people for me: either old Loki, um, Loki himself as some kind of clone, or, or Jonathan Majors. Those are the three people I was thinking. Dude, I didn't even think Jonathan Majors would be a possibility. So, <laughs> really, I did not think they were gonna put him in. Uh, I knew he got casted right i knew he was going to show up in ant-man quantum mania ant-man the wasp and quantum mania i'm like all right cool he's gonna pop up in that joint for like his first appearance dope right i did not think disney was gonna put him in a disney plus series for reveal i just not compute to think that they were gonna do that um i didn't watch any spec videos i don't watch any spec videos or um you know, like I just, I just didn't, I just didn't think it was possible that they would want to do that, but they did. So my mind was blown. <laughs> my mind was blown because he wasn't even an option in I'm my jealous. eyes. <laughs> I'm jealous. I feel like that would have felt like ah. But you're right. I spoiled it for myself. Probably right. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I feel, I feel like they should. They should keep that in consideration. We can't. I know we should probably show some restraint, but. It's like part of it. It's all part of it. All these, you know, all these videos and, you know, everyone kind of being detectives online and trying to figure out what's going to happen next. That's part. That's part of the experience. I feel like they. Got, I feel like they're supposed to keep that in mind. Right. 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 When they do, when they do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that they definitely do Wandavision because they put a lot of clues, fake clues, and fake Easter eggs in there for everyone to be mm-hmm. on Team Mephisto. So. I think they're aware. <laughs> I think they're definitely aware on, on on the regards of like those speculators on Facebook or YouTube who are going to try to decode 
the whole series based on just a two minute trailer. You know what I mean? So yeah 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 you're right i i i think i'll go for another surprise for me this year was venom 2 the end the post credit scene uh we finally get to see <clears throat> venom come into some kind of contact or form with tom holland spider-man did not think that was gonna happen you know at this time moment with the marvel spot partnership with sony and in the Spider-Man deal, I did not think we were going to get any kind of crossover appeal with Tom Holland Spider-Man and Sony's own little Spider-Verse with Venom, Morbius, and Spider-Verse. So that was a huge surprise for me as well. I was not expecting that based on technical like legalities and all this other thing. So I agree that was that, that was surprising. Was, that I was see that coming at all, actually. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that was kind of a little bit of a movie moment for uh, for this year as well. I, all my shit's like post-credit scenes or whatever, but Eternals, they are the reveal of Black Knight and Blade in the MCU. Well, not officially seen visually Blade, but hearing the voice of Blade, again, that got me super hyped. More hyped than anything in the whole movie. The whole two-hour and, like, 30-minute movie was damn. the post-credit damn, scene of damn. Blade. Like, hearing Blade's voice just by itself. And Falcon. Fal- seeing Falcon become Captain America... I know, you know, we got to step into the shoes, and I don't know. I, I just became a, a Falcon fan with Winter Soldier, and then I followed him in the comics, and when he became Cap in the comics, I copped those issues, and I didn't think that was going to happen in the MCU, and, you know, they're going to give it to Bucky, and then maybe uh, maybe 10 years down the line, if they really want to, they'll give it to Sam, but they gave it to Sam immediately, so I was caught off by surprise, and I think... The suit reveal was pretty dope. I think they can get rid of some of the bulkiness of it. But, I, I mean, I was just having a good time seeing Falcon finally step into that role and seeing him on the big screen or on Disney+. And eventually we'll see him on the big screen as a as an Anthony Mackie uh, Falcon fan from, like, since, like, 20, 2014 when that happened. So I guess those would be kind of, like, my my, like, movie moments or surprises for the year. I already have my like biggest disappointment for the year. So I guess what were some of you guys' biggest disappointments for 2021? Personally, uh, I would say the Game Awards disappointment. The, the release of games, uh, nothing really, you know, buzz like you know, kind of like urged me to buy anything else day one. Not even Halo, you know, because I've heard like you know I've seen and heard uh, things with Halo. FPS games wasn't it this, this this generation, and it wasn't it at all. You know, nothing was really really buzzing. Um, as for Nintendo upping up the price on online, no, that wasn't it. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with with the lackluster of N64 and Sega games, a Sega collection, mind you, you can get for fifteen bucks from Sega themselves. You know, mm-hmm. on your own Switch and stuff. You know, and you could buy. A uh, Sega Classic controller from Amazon, you know, that looks just like the replica of an actual six button controller rather than get a three button controller from Nintendo. So that was pretty disappointment, but I wasn't pretty impressed about the N64 controller. Like, it's nice to see that back. So I've been wanting to get my hands on the N64 controller, even though it's not the most popular controller on the market. Uh, how about the mm-hmm. GTA Definitive Edition? Definitive Edition? Definitive Edition was trash. Like, I. <laughs> Uh, when Straight I saw the ass. Game, I was like, "Oh my god, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna come back with GTA looking better than before." And then 
see it now, I'm like, oh man, they it's it's all smoky mirrors. Uh, I was saying like I had to cancel Disney Plus because I wasn't feeling what if. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean. What, what if was kind of was was just not my um was just not my my cup of tea at all. Uh shit, movie wise, man. Like, uh, I guess I'm just gonna go to a testament of what you've uh what you spoke on and stuff. You know, like you know, like the cheesy content of Venom and stuff. You know, I was like, all right, well, you know, that's that's the direction they want to go. Hey, that's cool. You know, but no, I don't think there's anything other other than you know from uh, from MCU. I I don't think there's anything else that actually bugged me or anything else that was like kind of a that was kind of a miss, but yeah, the, the, when whenever I speak on uh, this year's disappointments, I go I speak from different uh, through three different types of industries, you know, such as you know you got your, your gaming, your pop culture, and your, and your mm-hmm. movies stuff like that, and uh-huh. uh, uh, so far gaming is the, is the only one that's got the top tier of disappointment of this year. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. What you got, Charles? I guess movie-wise, I had, it's because of nostalgia, which we shouldn't, right? I had high hopes for Space Jam. I shouldn't have. Oh, no. I had had pretty decent hopes for Space Jam. Oh, man, but man. And I I sat through it and all that, but oof. Space Jam was rough for me. Um, (laughs) Space Jam was a rough one. Yeah, that that the, the, it was pretty much a advertisement for HBO Max. So if we're just being real, yeah. that's all it really was. Seriously, <laughs> and it was, and it could have been a cool. And you know, I always enjoy a different take. Uh, it could have been a cool story about a father trying to connect with his son, even though he doesn't want to play basketball. Right, right. Like that could have been an amazing. You know, that could have been heartfelt and everything, but they just. I don't know how much control they let LeBron have over the script, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, it, it did not meet expectations whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's probably that's probably up there. And um, I didn't really have high hopes for Infinite, but that also was disappointing. But um, yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of movies that I'd probably come up with in my now that I think about it. I forgot that Smith Jam was even this year. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, I I got two. <laughs> I got two movies. Well, two things, two things. The first one, we talked about Shang-Chi. We talked about the MCU. We talked about Squid You know, a- Asian representation was in this year. Let's, let's you know, that, there was a, that was a big thing. Um, and rightfully so, you know what I mean? Mortal Kombat, the movie. <laughs> Mortal <laughs> fucking Kombat, the movie. What the fuck happened with this film, man? Uh, what happened? Hey. I should have took notes, but damn, y'all hit some. No, I mean, damn it. did they even Jesus. like? I know they tried, right? I know there was some honest effort into this, but that shit was so bland, so blase, mm-hmm. so straightforward, so direct. I mean, what, ah, uh, dude? Like, it's like they had the potential. They literally had the potential, and it's just. <laughs> You just decide to drop the ball. It's like you intentionally decide. It's like a goodbye receiver and decide to drop the ball at like the fourth quarter and for a game-winning touchdown. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, why? you Like, n- not, not to shit on the performances or whatever. I think it's more on the direction and the, the storylines and the, and the character, the characters and their motivations and 
uh, it's just, man, like, honestly, and I, I wanted to love it. I wanted to like it. I really, but the more that time goes by, the more that movie diminishes in value, man. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's, it, it, it was really, I was really hyped and looking forward to that film for 2021. And um, it, it really, it, it really failed to hit any of the high marks. The first movie still the best one, still one of the better uh, video game movies out there. I think it's still the best video game movie of all time, still. Because it captured the heart, even though it was PG-13, it captured the heart of Mortal Kombat. It captured that that spirit of MK. And this was just like, we're, we're, we don't, this was just, we're going to try to be so super serious and follow some of the uh, current trends of cinema. And so by the numbers, man. You got a lot of talent yeah. it just amounted to pretty much nothing. The damn Michael J. White uh, YouTube series is better than that shit, man. Come on, dog. Come on, man. There's, there's uh, films on YouTube better than that shit, bro. Come on. Man. Yeah, it was rough. <clears throat> it was rough. For real, for real. Second biggest disappointment for 2021 it's got to be Vince McMahon's WWE product, World mm-hmm. Wrestling Entertainment. Man, the Thunderdome was the shit, man. Like it was, it was, it was not the shit. It was shitty, but we understood they had to go through that, right? I thought shit was gonna get so much better once they got out the Thunderdome, once they got to a live audience, once they got to a live crowd, and that shit got worse. <laughs> that shit got worse from the cuts to the storylines, to just everything about WWE. It's like, you just want to check out for, it makes you want to just basically check out for a year. Like we, we got lucky when they came to Norfolk, they put on a good show. We got to see Roman Reigns. We got to see Jeff Hardy before he got released. We got to see Charlotte Flair. We got to see Shinsuke Nakamura. We got to, they put on a good show for Norfolk VA and um, the scope. That was a really cool moment. But after that, even before that, man, like it's just the, the amount of wrestlers cut. It's just a lot of weird shits happening. The pe- Peacock sucks. The the WWE mm. network was so much better as its own network, and you kind of devalue wrestling if you make it a part of a another streaming platform and it's like bonus material. When when it was on its own, it was valued higher because that's all there was. And now you're just like, oh, I'm bored watching Fast and Furious or Jurassic Park. Let me see if WrestleMania's on. It it shouldn't be like that. Here's an add-on. Right, right. It shouldn't feel like a cheap tacked-on add-on, and that's what it feels like on Peacock. And, I mean, that app has some miles to go as well, but yeah, man, WWE, man, just what the fuck? What the fuck? I really feel like being cut down for, for, for some potential selling in the future, man, but I don't know, dude. That that those would be my two, my one, two punch for point. Would be Mortal Kombat and uh, and the WWE product because yeah, man. Just, uh, AEW. I'm glad AEW is around. I'm glad to pick up the slack and try to make people excited for mm-hmm. wrestling again, rather than just letting that shit just go down a downward spiral. Like for real, for real. <laughs> Seriously, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, those are those are heavy pickers, like you know, heavy hitters right there for uh, for what you picked out. Like, yeah, man, like WWE, 
And um, still, yeah, what what they did with Mortal Kombat. In fact, did we watch Fast? Did, did we watch Fast Fears this year? I'm trying to remember. Like everything yeah, we, was we, we, we did in the summer, man. We did. Yeah. So that we was watched something it. that we just we, we ended up just laughing about. We also watched Halloween. We ended up just laughing about. Yeah. Oh no! Evil dies tonight. I'm like, no, come damn on. won't. I was like, I was like, <laughs> like. It's it's so sad that I come to the movie theater to laugh rather than be like, oh man, that's amazing and shit like that. Like it's just like I don't know, but yeah, man. Like now that now that I'm actually starting to like you know pick up of what I, what we've all done this whole entire year. Yeah, it was pretty rough from coming out of the Thunderdome to now seeing live the shows and it's still still fucking it up. Vincent Man still making up stupid decisions and stuff, you know, and letting all letting go a lot of good talent, a lot of yeah. good talent, you know. Like I was out here talking about like, hey, bring back Braun Strowman, bring back Wyatt, bring back Nia Jax, bring back I mean these 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 were like, you know, good superstars. They're just giving away, you know, because now I found out Braun Strowman went to Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's like, geez, man, like, come on, man. WWE, like it's 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 definitely a product set up for sale, you know, and I, I'm I'm want to have a prediction. In fact, I think I'll, I'll leave that when we do a prediction for 2022. Okay, okay. I mean, they had buy one get three get two seats free deal at certain events, man. Like trying to get Lord. yes, buy one get two tickets free. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Yeah, that's definitely set up to sell. Man, man, they they put WWE tickets at five below and shit. <laughs> oh man, that shit's on his way to Dollar Tree, bro. <laughs> shit, and I hate it. I mean, I guess we could. I'll put uh, the champs, the black champs, Big E, disappointing. All right, Bobby Lashley, disappointing. I, Bianca Belair was great until the very end, and the way they her to give it to Becky, man, like. Very disappointing, the treatment of black champs this year for the year 2021 in WWE. I definitely got to say, man, um, that, th- those are some big disappointments, man. I-, I just, in addition, in fucking addition to just WWE in general, man. Like, I-, I really wish they would just, I don't know, figure some shit out to where Bobby Lashley can beat some, this big-ass beast of ex-UFC, well, not, ex-MMA fighter. Like getting pinned clean by Goldberg and fucking and other people, man. No, nah, man, he should be beast. He can beast on other people too. Biggie deserved better than to just, you know, the treatment that he's getting right now. And Bianca Belair is a freaking beast of a woman um, who gets pinned twenty six seconds by a pencil thin person like Becky Lynch. Like let's 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 just be real. Like you got like a bodybuilder athlete compared to. You know, kind of like an average-sized woman, and she beats the bodybuilder bodybuilder athlete in 26 seconds. I'm just repeating what we what we mentioned in other episodes, but yeah, <laughs> man, that that shit irked me, man. That that should definitely rub me the. I think my biggest prediction for 2022 will be, I think that I think streaming is going to continue on fourth. I think, I, I really think, I won't say it's going to be the last year, but I don't think. The numbers are going to improve for movies, uh, improve in terms of like box office, for box office returns for your average film. I still think that besides an MCU film or like a Star Wars or something major, I still think 
a lot of people are going to want to say, hey, I'll wait for it to hit streaming. And I think we're going to see continually diminishing returns experience for next year, man. What you guys got? I guess manga. Manga will yeah. continue to sell. Manga will continue manga to sell. Will continue. <laughs> manga will continue next to year. slaughter all the entire industry for the next few years. Well, they're going to eat up some more market um, share next year. I don't know. Will Black Panther be filmed next year? Huh. Oh, shit. I, I, sus- I suspect another delay. Possibly they'll probably push that back. Okay. Um, okay. Sidebar. Quick sidebar. Uh, Who's going to be the new Black Panther? Black Panther 2. What's your prediction? It's kind of tough, man. That's I don't kind of tough. Who do you think, Ryan? Who do you think, Ryan? I don't know. That's kind of tough because uh, we had an episode long ago uh, when when we had Joseph here, we talked about like who is it even the right time to to have a new Black Panther, you know? Right. And mm-hmm. it's very very tough, you know. And there's a, I, I, you know, and no disrespect to a lot of Black actors out there, but whoever takes on that role is going to have a very 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 big shoe to fill, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Usually use those same words, you know. <laughs> and I I just don't know who to pick and stuff like that, and uh. What's the actress name that played as a uh, um, um, Black Panther sister? Letitia Wright. Yeah, yeah Letitia Wright. She's out here talking about like, yo, the fucking to- fandom is toxic. She doesn't want to do it. I don't know. Oh no, it, it's know. it's it's hard. It's hard to tell what's you know. I heard news all Letitia Wright fired from MCU, uh, anti-vaxxer, and she doesn't want to do it anymore. Determine what's factual and what's just internet rumors. You know what I mean? But. We know T'Challa is not, they're not going to recast T'Challa. So we know King T'Challa is not going to be Black Panther. Who will take over the mantle of Black Panther? It can't be Black Panther 2 and there's no one Black Panther. Someone's got to take over the role. I think, I think they might you, do that. Otherwise, you're going to say it's going to be Wakanda. Wakanda forever. Wakanda. Like, it, it's got to, someone's got to take over Black Panther. It, someone's got to. I don't do think it. there'll be a Black Panther next the next film i think oh man it'll be like a tussle it'll be like a, a, t- a tussling for the mantle of who should take it i think that ryan coogler's ryan coogler doesn't play with his films yeah he's serious so even if say everything went well and there was an issue with uh letitia Wright, i still think the whole film would have been about not her being reluctant to take the role so she probably wouldn't even wear it to like the end or something. I think I think that's what's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be like a tussling for it. Maybe uh-huh. Baku will get it for a bit. Uh, maybe some other kingdoms we haven't heard of uh, will come out of the woodworks, um, and everybody kind of wants a piece of the pie. And then she probably steps up after that. I, I think it'll still go to Letitia Wright. I think it'll. Oof. I think those. I think I think they'll still go to Sherry. As much as everybody hates it for some reason, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll still, it'll still look like, dude, like, like, like the way that they, they destroy, I thought they got kicked out of a group because they're destroying her, right? Oh, you got kicked out of a group because you, they're destroying her? Oh, let me hear it. Sorry. Yeah, they were saying something, remember? Yeah, I said, uh, they're, uh, they said, I think she retweeted a video. I don't know what the video was or anything like that. But I'm like, okay. And then they're like, oh, I hope she's, she gets killed and, uh, destroyed, kidnapped and, Sold into stuff I'm like God. Oh jeez, shit! Possible. You guys, you're saying you don't like her because she said something, but you're like, 
being evil, and then I, and then they're like, uh, "Oh no! If you support it, you can leave." And then they kick me off. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Toxic fans, man. Well, damn. Oh man, they said you on the chopping block, bro. You support Letitia, right? You're on the chopping block, bro. They said bye, and I was like, okay, one. The girl's like what twenty? She's young, I think. Yeah. So she's are you gonna give her any leeway to like learn? Like, but they didn't. They didn't like that, so they just kicked me out. <laughs> if you're saying that, if you're saying what our beliefs are wrong or whatever, at least I'm gonna give her like leeway. Instead of saying that she needs to be killed and hung and all this crazy stuff for like a young girl that you guys, are, you know, what I mean, it's weird. It's weird out here. Yeah, man. Know. Them Facebook, them Facebook <laughs> groups need to chill. Like Action Jackson, they said. go dark. I don't, and I don't like. I can't I have like a like a primal desire not to allow people to bully people. Yeah. So I can't, I literally don't know how to shut up when it comes to something that doesn't feel right. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I can't. I, it's, it's a, I, I do it at work too. At work, thank God, I'm like a little higher up ranked. So when I, when I like talk, I can't just get kicked out, but I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I really don't like it. It bugs me. But yeah, they kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> They kicked me out. But yeah, Ryan Coogler is a, he's a brilliant. So yeah, I suspect it'll be like a, a struggle for power. He'll probably like, you know, align it with some something regarding our experience. And I, I think I think it'll be pretty solid. I think it'll still be I mean I I wonder how much I mean he obviously had to change a lot of it because I think he originally wrote does he write? Does he write out of it I, as well? I believe so. Yeah, I I, th- I think he writes with yeah. it as well. He writes it as well. Okay, yeah. So yeah, then he's probably it'll be it'll still he'll do his thing with it, man. You can go, we can go into grief. We can talk about how we handle grief as a community. Oh man, it could be it could be heavy if they do it well. Ooh, it could be pretty. Heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But damn, no one because grief's a heavy one. That is a heavy one. Yeah, damn. Dude, I didn't even think about that. But shit. Yeah, man. Ryan Coogler, and he'll pull it out. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> he could. He could. He'll pull it out. He could. All right. What are you thinking, man? I mean. I don't know what. I might get canceled Uh-oh. saying this, but Uh-oh. I wouldn't mind Michael B. Jordan president role, you know, and maybe a variant Black Panther. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just how I feel. Like, oh, you want Killmonger? You want I, Killmonger or the or T'Challa variant as Michael B. Jordan? I want a T'Challa variant, or maybe, I don't know. They, they, they could do some magic ass shit. Killmonger be you know, you'll turn into good stuff like that because we all, you know, uh-huh. we all. We all fuck with the whole idea of, like, you know, he was bad at first, but he became good and stuff like that. Like, Michael yeah. B. Jordan, something like that. Like, I mean, sure, he won't have the, uh, you know, the, the Wakanda accent and stuff like that, but he'd be just him being Black Panther and stuff like that. I mean, he did a great job being Killmonger. He did. Being, oh, he did. He killed, he killed it. Yeah. He killed it. You know, and I get it. You know, it wouldn't make sense. It's not even in comic books and stuff like that, but MCU has done shit that's not even in comic books. So, sure, you know, sure. Right. so I'm like, so I was like, you know what? Like, I personally, just, just me personally, I'm fine with Michael B. Jordan, you know, President Rose Killmonger and becoming the next Black Panther. I don't know. Like, cool. It, it, if that's the case, they make that happen. It is what it is, you know. But, you know, only T shirt, I mean, like, she could be, she could do Black Panther too, you know. Like, but I, I, I get trying to follow the script, you know, and I get that, you know, T'Challa has married Storm, you know. X Men and stuff, you know, and I get that they're trying to try to follow him, but if you want to go, if if you want to think that logically, then where the fuck is Wolverine during the Endgame? Man, 
you know, if we're going to try to follow mm, him. That's so go, silly. You know? Yeah, don't even, you're right. <laughs> yeah, where's Deadpool at in the end game? You know, like if you want to play, if you want to play by the rules. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, man, MCU doesn't even have to make sense at this, you know, so it's like, you know what, if you want to go ahead and put Killamong as Black Panther, I'm with that, but I honestly cannot think, I, I, honestly, I really cannot think of any other Black actor that could actually do Black Panther correct. I mean, Man, can, can I tell you how I processed when, when I, I remember Black Panther being made? I saw, I saw it, like, oh, they're making Black Panther, and my initial, I'm, I'm, I'm a skeptic, so I'm like, oh, they're going to fuck that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're going to fuck that up easily. Yeah. So what happened, and then and then it was the Marvel, the Disney 23 event, I think, and they brought out Shadow. And I'm a huge, like, 42 fan on uh, the movie that he played Jamie Brown. I'm a huge Chadwick Boseman fan. Mm-hmm. So when they brought him out, mm-hmm. as I felt like, so let's go through, I'm like, uh, okay, 40%, right? Mm-hmm. And then they announced Ryan Coogler as director. I was like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, we're at like a 70. And then they announced Michael B. Jordan. I'm like, nah, you see, now we're back down to a 40. Because I'm like, you're always dragging your boy Michael B. Jordan into every damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> And then I saw the trailer, then I was like, oh, wait, you know what? If he does what I think he's going to do, because Killmonger in the comics was was exiled, but not to, like, the States. He was exiled to another African nation. So um, if he does that and he, like, makes it, like, a, like, a, like a narrative of, like, the black the diaspora and, like, African, and he, if he does that, I'm going to lose my shit. And, of course, sure enough... <laughs> He did. <laughs> sure enough, that's exactly what he did. I was like, oh, you mother, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Because I thought they were going to fuck up. I'm like, I mean, how, how many black heroes have they gotten, like, very well? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, they're going to screw this up. Right. I, that's all I was thinking from the beginning. But once, first it was Chadwick, then they hit me that Ryan Coogler was in it. Then, of course, he delivered. So, um, yeah, I have, I have faith. I like that idea, though, that he kind of, um, Killmonger turns a leaf. And kind of leave the village. Mm. I like that. I don't. I don't mind that at all. I don't mind that at all. It'd be cool. It's like a. It's an interesting. What's that parable from the Bible about the the lost son, the prodigal son? Prodigal yeah. son, yeah. Very like some. They can play that. Play that into it. Yeah, that'd be dope. I, I love that. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind that actually either. Now, I mean, my only thing first, what would the first movie really? I don't know. Would it diminish the meaning of the ending? Would it diminish that that he took? And especially with what if he that's went, true. he killed each other. Oh, man, what he got if? dark. He oh, got, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not sure if he's going to do it. He went dark. <laughs> what if, Tommy? He went mean, for that one. Yeah. Mean, they revived, they, they revived uh, T'Challa with the, with, the, with the purple heart, you know, so I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's a good point. They kind of. They kind of put the nail in this guy's evil. Like they wanted to make sure, like it was clear. Yeah, the what if. if kind of just defined him as someone who just really—he he just maniac. Like yeah, he maniac. went—he went too far. He's yeah. to the left to be uh, a reasonable, rational person to lead. Like he is—he's all in. Cause, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because everybody was kind of rallying behind him, right? Like they I mean, were. Still do we still though, like? <laughs> He killed his, his girlfriend. <laughs> he killed his girlfriend. Just shot her in the head. But okay, okay, we can we can look past that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just shot like shot his girlfriend in the head, and nobody was 
bad at eye. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, he did go full maniac in the what ifs. So I wonder, I wonder if they. I mean, they could always. I mean, writing right, magic, right. but that's a good point that he went. He went. He went full maniac in the what ifs. Yeah, I yeah. That. I mean, those are really great episodes. Chadwick uh, Boseman's last performance as T'Challa in that. So really, really hard. Um, man, that's that. Uh, that was. Especially with the context of, of of his passing, that what if was kind of, it was that was that shit was dark. Um, the one with Killmonger, man. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind. I I just have a little. It would irk me a little bit because of the film, but you know, I'm saying, fuck it. If this is gonna be the guy you're gonna invest the next ten years into, sure. I mean, Shuri. I mean, Shuri wasn't built for that. Um, I know in the comic she was. Black Panther, but this is a different iteration. Honestly, I'm rooting for Mbaku. That's the one I'm, I'm rooting most hard for Mbaku to take over. But, or even if it was an unknown T'Challa variant or someone Wakandan that, you know, that was it was poor and got to Challenge Day and somehow won Challenge Day. Or, but I think someone's got to put the suit on. Someone's got to be Black Panther. They got toys yeah. to sell. At the end of the day, they got toys and merch to sell. Um, they got a whole lot of things to sell. And I, I don't think you could still... I don't think you can do Black Panther 2 and still have T'Challa in the suit and promote the new movie knowing that he's you know, in the movie itself. Someone's got to take up that suit. Someone's got to take up the mantle. They got to reveal it at some point because they got to sell merch. And they got to they gotta sell the movie. So I, my, my, my honest opinion, I think... I think it's going to end up being M'Baku. I think it's going to be M'Baku. I think they're going to do that. Wakabi. What about Wakabi? Or the general. How about, how about we change things real quick? Name a I, black actor that you think can pull off T'Challa. I really don't. I'm one of the few that don't think they can recast teach- I think they have to come up with some kind of movie magic. Have to it has to be a variant. Um, I think they need to come up with something. It's going to be a variant. It'll be it'll a have variant. to be a variant. But even that, they'll probably have to pull that off in like the third movie. I don't know. I don't know if they'll do it in the second. I, I can see. I feel like they can pull that yeah. off in the third. Or maybe at the yeah. end of the second. Mm-hmm. Like, like well, look, well, get you excited. We've already pretty much. The MCU has already opened up the, the floodgates to multiverse. So we already know that right. Black Panther yeah, is going to is going to lean that direction hard. If not, if they're not going to have a, a if they're not going to have a leader to Atisha to be um to be Black Panther, they're going to have to they're going to they're going to lean with the variant card. They're going to lead with it, you know. And we're going to have to pick somebody from from Hollywood to actually be T'Challa from a different multiverse, you know, where you know. Yeah, because originally he was supposed to. Give her the mantle at the end of this movie, and Shuri doesn't scrap. So we still have to itch that. We'd have to itch that. You know, someone actually fighting itch. Like she wouldn't be scrapping with people. She has like no. She's never shown any training that she. And especially with these, uh, you know, these injuries that we know for sure that she's the actress sustained. (laughs) Yeah, I just. I mean, not that we don't know the details. We don't know that stunt the stuntman's fault or. Whoever, right, for safety or, but I don't, I just, I can't see them putting the weight of a whole film and a franchise. And also, you got to interact with Avengers movies, you got to interact in the Disney Plus series. Like, this is not just one movie. You don't have to just worry about the Black Panther movie. 
series. You got to worry about the MCU in general, you know? So I, I, I just I just can't see Letitia Wright as Shuri filling in those shoes. It's different with Spidey and Tom Holland because we got three movies. He's got help. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a character type that's being molded to becoming a leader. This Shuri's never had that character molding becoming into a king or queen. You know what I mean? Like, and to do it in one film, yeah, man, that's 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 gonna be tricky. I mean, Ryan Coogler, the dude, the dude knows his stuff. You know, Disney. At the end of the day, Disney's got they got their money to make, and I think they're gonna try to do it as safely as possible with less risk. And I think. I, I mean, it's got to be either Shuri or Mbaku. I think it's got to be one of those two. Or if they really wanted to reach in that bag, um, Michael B. Jordan is a, is a very famous, well-known actor who could probably interact very well with, uh, like, Falcon or or um, Captain Marvel, you know what I mean? Or, um, you know, or Miss Marvel or anybody, or Doctor Strange, anybody new coming up on the scene. If only they didn't do yeah. those What If series to kind of... <laughs> Kind of paint his character pretty much <laughs> in a corner, but yeah, man, I, that that that'd be my thing on those yeah. on that that those two men. I I think I'm more I'm more excited because that is coming out next year, right? 2022 Black Panther two, 2023. Oh, okay, we'll scrap that then. So I digress. Back to our regular scheduled programming here. <laughs> I guess uh, hype hype was it what were we talking about? Hype for 2022 or most uh. uh... Uh, predictions. Yeah. We're still on predictions. predictions. Oh, predictions, predictions. Okay, okay. Predictions for 2022. Is uh, Black Adam coming out next year? My predictions, okay, yeah. here's the easy one. The Batman's going to be the biggest... I think the Batman's going to be the biggest movie, superhero movie yeah. for 2022. That's Ooh. my prediction. Ooh, biggest box office? Uh, impact. impact. I think that's going to be the biggest impact movie for... It's a superhero film. I think that's going to be the best one. That's my prediction. Yeah. The best one. For 2022, so I think it's hmm. Aquaman and Doctor Strange too. Um, I yeah, Aquaman makes money, but it didn't really make that much. Yeah, money. I think the Batman is gonna really shock everybody. Matt Reeves, man. Um, ooh, that's a. Are you sure about that? No, Black Panther comes out November 11th. Oh shit. Still, but they gotta push it back with the dope. Yeah, because they have to film in January. They they paused yeah. it. But here's what you just put uh Batman against Doctor Strange, okay. Multiverse of Madness. Oh Thor, shit, I forgot about Thor. Yep, Moon Knight. That'll be good on Disney Plus. Oh, that's probably on Disney Plus, you're right. Yeah, I would say isn't Quantum Mania next year? With uh Jonathan Majors? I'm not sure. Damn, Thor four. Doctor Strange to Aquaman to <sighs> you see, damn. I I know Taika Waititi did a great job with Ragnarok. I'm still gonna go. I'm like, can he twice? I know. I'm <laughs> and I know Doctor Strange has the multiverse and madness with Loki and Scarlet Witch are supposedly in it, and we know they. I heard they want Tom Cruise as a Iron Man variant. And other cameos in there and shit. Oh. Sam Raimi coming back. Ha oh, fuck. I'm still gonna go with the. I'm still gonna go with Batman. I'm still gonna go with the Batman. Still gonna go with that one. Okay. Matt Reeves. Uh, Matt Reeves, man. Matt yeah. Reeves. <laughs> Matt Reeves is a beast. Hey man, uh, movie wise, 
I, yeah, I, I wouldn't know. I, I really wouldn't know what would be the the new experience. I mean, wasn't what well, what is Spider Verse two? When is that being dropped? When is, when is that getting dropped? Twenty twenty three. Okay, well, mm-hmm. um, then we pass on that. Then um, oh wait, you're right. It's twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Okay, well, yes, sir. Yeah, so that's October. what I'm going to go with. <laughs> Spider-Verse 2. Uh, I'm running it again. You know, at this time, they're going to go through different uh, multi-dimensions and stuff like that. So we're definitely mm-hmm. going to see more Spider-Man from, uh, from different multiverse and stuff like that. Maybe maybe they'll actually put Sam Raimi and Andrew Garfield in and Tom Holland <laughs> in anime form in Spider-Verse, you know? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, right. they'll have to voice they'll have to voice actors their own shit, you know. So that'd, that'd be dope, you know. Cool, it is if that's what if that's what they do. Gaming wise, um, uh, other than the Ninja Turtle game and two D two D Ninja Turtle game. Oh yeah, out, I'm hyped for that shit. <laughs> like, uh, I know you got Pokemon. I mean, I'm I'm far I'm so far removed from Pokemon. Like, I mean, I kind of want to come back and I kind of don't, you know. Dog, I'm telling you, you just got you just gotta jump in, you and you'll catch up, man. <laughs> it'll add the um, gameplay value to you. <laughs> I don't know. It, it really depends because, like, I did get a chance to hold the Switch OLED stuff, and I'm like, uh-huh. it's just kind of nice, you know. And they have one in stock at Target. No, I, mean, I was tempted, but I said, Nah, man, let me go ahead and take care of some uh, some personal stuff before I touch any other new ass system stuff, you know. <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, shit, I am anticipating the new uh, console covers for the PS5 because I cannot stand the, the color white on my console. <laughs> so uh, I will be getting the black covers and black controllers, you know, so I can have my console matching the rest of my consoles, you know. Dope, dope. Um, um, as for uh, streaming wise, I am what I'm waiting for uh, Stranger Things uh, season four. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I've been following that series for quite a while. I'm, I I enjoyed Stranger Things. I don't know what else is coming out streaming wise. I don't know what Disney Plus has has planned or Amazon. She Hulk, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel. Um, I think those are the main three for next year. I might come back to Disney Plus. It really depends on my mood, you know. But I'll probably uh-huh. come back for She Hulk for sure. Okay. Okay, and I think uh, book, book, of, book of Boba Fett. So I have, well, I think, one Star Wars, two Star Wars shows, and like three Marvel shows for next year. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'll, I'll definitely have Disney Plus on for, for that. You know, like uh, what's so funny? Like a uh, uh, side story. You know, like when uh, when D and I was was at Bush Gardens, and we we're talking about like you know Star Wars, how they're big of a fan, something like that. Like I'm not big into Star Wars, but I I appreciate the, the culture impact where now I've become like, you know, uh, a uh, a man who appreciates it. Not a fan, but I appreciate it, you know, and I'll watch it, you know, because I did like Mandalorian, you know, and way before the whole uh, uh, Baby Yoda or, or Goru, you know, like way before all that, something, I did appreciate Mandalorian and stuff, you know, and, and the movies of the, the episodes before it, you know, Right, but, uh, right. Uh, shit, man. Like prediction wise, pop culture. I'm guessing with WWE, it's gonna continue going down to shit. So I'm thinking this <laughs> man is gonna sell it. Oh, the sell is coming <laughs> next year, huh? It, it is going to be the sell of, of that shit. You know, um, I don't know if next year is going to be the conversion of Facebook going to Metaverse. You know, 
But I'll get you 3D goggles ready. Yeah. So, but after that, I think I'll just oh, win. I, I think I'm just gonna far when when Metaverse comes in, I'm gonna just go ahead and be so far removed from just Facebook and Instagram in general. Like I, I, I try to do the social media thing, and every time I treat, I try to come back, something crazy happens. I was like, you know what? How about just give it up altogether? You know. So uh, yeah, man. Uh, whatever they do do with the Metaverse, shit. I'm hoping that uh, in on Netflix, I hope that uh. Like Korea go hits it out out of the park again with another with another heavy hitter or something unexpected like Squid Games. YouTube man, back to what we were talking about with the, with the surprising affairs, the removal of the dislike button. So I was like, wow, okay, they took away, they took away the damn dislike button. So I mean, no hate, no hate. Yeah, man. So uh, for for uh, whatever YouTube is doing for next year, I really don't know, but uh, I can only predict more downhill spirals because now. Um, after what I read about Toei taking down this one content creator's content down and shit, I don't know, man. But you're gonna have it's gonna be hard for people to boycott Toei when Dragon Ball is the is is one of the most recognizable uh, brands from Toei. You know, <laughs> I'm not gonna boycott Toei. I like, shit. you know. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I'm about to stop <laughs> releasing Dragon Ball content and just keep it on Spotify and Anger. Yeah, you gotta be careful with with Toy Animation, man. They, they got the cats out for that. <laughs> yep. But, yep. Uh, shit, when it comes to anime-wise, it could be another hit. Like, I'm still waiting for Chainsaw Man. Like, I don't know if that's out yet, but I want to go check that out. Okay. Oh. Okay. Is it a, is this is the uh, is next year that the the in the finalization of the anime Attack on Titans or no? Or they're gonna still go run? Still I run think it? so. Yeah, I think it's like February. No, is it April? It's like mm. yeah, I think something like February. Or April. Mm, okay. I am. We're waiting a new Dragon Ball movie. It's a twenty-two thing. Uh, Power Rangers. I got a prediction then, for that. I got a, a quick prediction for that. It won't be as good as Broly. But it'll still be enjoyable. Yeah, it's it's. it's uh, it, I I can only see it as a uh, a fan service movie, you know. Yeah, fun filler episode extended, pretty much. Yeah, pop culture wise for Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles, I'm not expecting anything great. You know, I don't even know. Did Seth Rogen or, or started like started with Ninja Turtles? Yeah, like I'll have no no like updates about what they're doing with Ninja Turtles, like the whole new reboot and stuff and. Uh, I have no update about what they're going to do with the Power Rangers franchise, but it, 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 it sounds like it's going downhill. <laughs> until they start, until you see a cast, man, just just don't even worry about it. <laughs> yeah, cosplays and, and and conventions and all this stuff like that. I'm not expecting the most, you know. Like I'm just going to play it as as it is. It's something is an activity to enjoy. But I think this is the, actually, next year will be the year that we go to California, and this is my. Probably be the last year I go to California for something in this in this nature because we're gonna go to California. We're gonna go there for something completely different outside of uh, the cosplaying convention world. So, right, you know? right. Mm-hmm. Other than that, stock price, uh, stocks in cryptocurrency. I'm I'm expecting Shiba to come back up. <laughs> hey, it's on clearance right now, man. Everything, mm. no, nothing is. <laughs> you, you you buy the dips and you just buy and hold. That's it. I, I'm hoping for a repeat of like uh, with GME. You know, and uh, at the AMC, I'm hoping to repeat. You know, yeah, 2022, man. It's supposed to be 2022. Is supposed to be the year of a fresh start for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that we're all going towards a a better direction than rather than going just 
we're continuing downhill. But I'm hoping that we're going towards a better direction with everything when it comes to content creating, movies, entertainment, pop culture. I'm hoping for everything to just like the climb up, you know, and and stop spiraling down because you know, like I understand cer- certain circumstances of, of taking a hit, like the movie industry, the entertainment industry. You know, uh, it's, it's all taking a hit. The gaming industry, they're all they're all taking a hit. But I'm hoping that they're going to catch us off. Like I'm hoping to be caught off guard more often and seeing that, you know, these every industry that I just mentioned has has come up and start busting their ass and bringing back the magic that they had before, you know, because lately a lot of shit has been a lackluster. You know, everybody says like, you know, certain games coming in, game complete, a lot of shit is being rescheduled. More and more scandals keeps on hand and happening and stuff, you know. So I was like, I'm hoping for a positive change rather than a negative change because lately, 2021 has been been a pretty pretty crazy shit storm, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely say that. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. What you got, Charles? Oh, I like that positive, that positive end. I like that. I'm also excited for Batman. So a big Matt Reeves fan. I love I love the Planet of the Apes series. I love what he did with it. I'm excited for shoot Multiverse of Madness. I think Loki season two will be out okay. next year. Okay, dope, dope. I'll be there for that. Um, yeah, it's gonna be dope. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited for movies. I'm excited for Stranger Things as well. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. I think that's the one I'm excited for. I'm mostly movies. Uh, I love, right, I love right. movies, so I'm excited for for. Take, take these movies apart <laughs> watching them. Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. Uh, I think pretty much everything Old said is pretty much the same sentence to me. MCU, <clears throat> or unlike you, what you said, the Batman. Stoked for that. I guess I'll just move on. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super Movie, Superheroes. Um, I guess I'll just move into, um, I guess, general for 2022. Me, personally, just looking to improve. Improving, um, getting skills, discipline, education. Hoping to get behind the scene, going on like some Facebook lives, going live on YouTube, just going live in general and have sessions with people who join in on the live sessions. More T-shirt designs, you know, showcasing the store, some cool, funny designs, some funny solutions. I'm looking forward to Tales of Florida issue one finally getting printed, uh, going on Kickstarting and shipped shipped to customers and putting those issues into local comic shops and actually attending some comic conventions and and selling actual physical copies at these conventions and gearing up for issue two and finally getting this material out there. You know what I mean? Like after preparation, after overspending on fan art at the time being, just everything, just finally seeing that idea come into fruition with the issue one from start to finish, man. I'm really... Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to just showcasing Tales of Florida and showcasing uh, the humor and the funny, uh, the, the quips, the dialogue, character, really get funny character, get and it can resonate with some people because, you know, it's an imperfect guy, he does some, some ratchet shit, and people do ratchet shit, too, so. <laughs> That's right. I'm really excited about, uh, you know, uh, Mizu, Mizu-Kan, Mizu, you know, what me and Orion created with that. And uh, just creating in general, you know what I mean? The bunny man, getting into just novels, just getting into getting more stuff out there, getting more projects completed, getting more work done and put out into the into the into reality. You know what I mean? Like I'm really excited 
pushing uh, 2022 is definitely pushing more material out to people pushing more finished products and our finished ideas out into the world i think that would be the number one thing going to conventions not as attendee but as artist alley uh, exhibitor you know what i mean selling comics selling going live on on behind the scene podcast you know conventions kind of just transform myself not as as a consumer but more as a producer you know what i'm saying like i think that's the number one thing for me 22 and uh reflecting in 2021 man this is adjusting adjusting to this new era this new the new normal because we didn't know we were going to come back to convention and we did you know what i'm saying and can't say it was like 100% like it was before but i'm grateful that we we're able to attend you know? We didn't know if the movie theater industry was still going to be around for 2021, and it is. You know, we got, we probably have to get new shots. We probably have to wear a mask in certain situations, and it's another situation. It's just kind of adjusting to this new normal, you know what I mean? It's almost like we've entered a new era, and we still don't know the rules and the regulations. We still don't know, um, you know, because it's not, we thought this was going to be gone early 2020. Oh, this will be gone in five, six months. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Like, who knows when all this shit's going to be gone? You know what I mean? For real, for real. So, yeah, yeah it's just adjusting, adjusting to potentially this being long term where you never know about delays. We don't know it's going to take you 40 minutes to get a beer, standing in line at Bush Gardens, or an hour to get seated at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> you know, or the drive through at McDonald's is no longer fast because they're understaffed. and. People are trying to... Entertainment's not going anywhere. People want to be entertained. People want to go out. They want to get consumed in some kind of media, whether it's comics, whether it be streaming. I don't know about theaters, you know what I'm saying? Going to the theaters, they want to be you know, entertained at home or they want to go to theme parks. I don't think... I mean, Orion, me and you seen firsthand how, you know what I'm saying, how packed Bush Gardens has been in the last three months. And we're in the middle yeah. of a pandemic still, you know what I mean? People want to have fun and... and and have a good time, especially after the quarantine. So, just adjusting to this era, man. I'm rooting for, rooting for, O Kingdom come to you know to hit a plateau and to get that. And I'm rooting for Homeboy Talk to return next year. You know, and, and with Orion upgrading all his gear and his tech and the rebrand. And I mean, I'm rooting for all the indie indies. I'm rooting for Marvel and DC to get their shit together <laughs> to battle manga. You know, I'm I'm just rooting. <laughs> trying to stay positive, man. Stay positive and uh, succeed for us to succeed I'm henceforth, man. 2022, 2023, man. Getting the work. I think that last Ronin going to be a shit show. I don't know. Her. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Like, I, the, the best comic I've read this year was the Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. So it's shit. Like, last Ronin. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man. We, we started that journey in 2020 and with the first issue... Or is it 2019? Was it 2020? No, it was 2020. 2020, yeah. Yeah, but the first issue, and every issue has gone pretty much declined ever, ever since the first one. And I, number five is going to, it's going to take one hell. Even if it's, it's just two, you can't have your first issue of Banner, three issues of nothing, and then your last issue of Banner. You got to, you got to produce consistent quality work and the last ronin I, i'll put that up there uh, my biggest disappointments for 2021 for sure i really thought we had potentially a classic not just a, a good ninja turtle story but i thought we potentially could have had a great 
comic book story that might be in the all-time greats definitely fell flat on its face on an execution so is there more to dig from the last running universe i think so but they're gonna have to i think they gotta strip and realign a lot of things with that but that series so yeah man i, I last running eh, that, that's definitely one of the biggest points for 2021 for oh, yeah. sure for charles why don't you let everyone know where anyone can uh find you social media contacts yes i'm currently in a dungeon in a cave in a basement <laughs> <laughs> um finishing up o kingdom come uh, volume two printing out uh the first one so everyone can dive into this world um i can't wait for everybody to see it have some hard-hitting conversations and uh some triggering ones all of that i'm excited to get it out there oh yeah um and also excited for tales of florida being a floridian (laughs) myself i promise (laughs) represent you guys to the fullest man i promise (laughs) (laughs) i have no allegiance here do what you must Appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. You know, as of right now, Orion Online is just offline at the moment because I got to, <laughs> uh, you know, not to throw too much personal stuff out there, but, you know, I'm currently working with a lawyer and uh, a settlement is about, to, is about to happen. I'm not anticipating it happening anytime soon, but it's going to, it's definitely going to be in the works, you know. Um, after I'm done with the settlement, I will be talking with the same lawyer, and this time we're going to be talking business. So we're looking at getting copyrights, registrations, and trademarks set up for everything that I've, I've, I've put together. Such oh, as yeah. trying to get trying to get Homeboy Talk branded officially and legally, trying to get my brand officially and legally. Nice. I'm trying to get everything else like you know. So it's just good to be you know teamed up with a lawyer to actually get. Get all the rights and all that stuff like that, because I also may want to have a lawyer uh, for YouTube just in case somebody wants to pop off with the mouth, you know, and copyright strike something. I'll at least have a lawyer on on board, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So many yeah. motherfuckers out there. Yeah. So that is the main goal is to do everything else the legal legally the right way. I want to go ahead and register all of our names, um, every design that we have to sell and stuff like that. I want to go ahead and copyright and start marketing uh, i'm ready to come back to marketing currently yeah i'm just like you know like dion has mentioned i'm currently upgrading equipment and everything it's going to take a step by step and and time and time consuming for me to learn all this new equipment that i'm picking up and new software i'm getting ready to pick up too movie wise you know what we're doing is like i talked uh, you know like uh, we mentioned earlier with dion and stuff you know is uh, we would like to get bunny man and we're like uh, see if we could try to get a lot of virginia's folklore into a live action you know kind of like give uh virginia it's it's a spotlight shine that it is there and i forgot uh, the bunny man folklore would actually be would be great to be uh to be one of the greatest along with the other slashers in a horror uh horror uh you know hollywood greatest like like you know like um like uh like leatherface and and jason and freddie cougar yeah. But uh no, I was just saying like it'd be just nice to have Pharrell's <laughs> blessing and support of, you know, having people that are uh that are creators, directors, publishers or of, of a diversity and that's what me and Dion are, are people of diversity that wants to bring something here to the Hampton Roads. Awesome. Word, man, word. Dude, twenty twenty two, we gonna set it off. 
Shout out to all the indie creators out there. Shout out to Action Jackson. Shout out to Dominique, who did his first episode a couple days ago. Shout out to Von L.L. Millennium Comics. Shout out to King Author, Majinim, Daniel Hybrid Rainbow. Shout out to Brandon. Shout out to Squeeze. Shout out to everyone who's on this platform and all you listeners out there for tuning in and giving us your ears for another episode behind the scene podcast. With that, we're out. Y'all be safe. Be easy. Peace. Peace. Peace.